News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. US, US voters, of course, casting their ballots in midterm elections that will determine the control of the House and of the Senate. And for the latest on this, I'm not joined now by LA Times reporter based out of Washington, D.C., Freddie Brewster. Freddie, do we know, I, I'm seeing different numbers over here in Ireland. Is it 48 all, 48, 47 in the Senate? Yeah, still, that's about it. Um, but, you know, the the results probably won't be in until, you know, sometime later this week for a couple of states such as Nevada and uh, Georgia. The election there is most likely headed to a runoff election in December. Okay. Um, not the red wave that, that was predicted. How bad is this for Republicans? Yeah, it's definitely not the red wave that uh, was predicted early on. Um, early on, it was, it was uh, kind of believed that the Democrats would either hold the Senate or pick up a seat um, and that the Republicans would easily win the House of Representatives. But that definitely isn't what's been ha- been happening so far. Uh, Democrats have picked up seats in the, in the House in uh, Republican areas, such as Ohio District mm-hmm. 1, which is in the Cincinnati area there in Ohio. Um, and then also in um, Pennsylvania, yeah. John Fetterman picked up a, a big win for the Dan- Democrats um, in a seat that was formerly held by a Republican senator who was retiring. Yeah. Um, he relied heavily on a suburban women vote um, because he wanted to protect access to abortion. Yeah, Dr. Oz, a, a Trump candidate as well. Uh, it, it, does this have any implications for Trump, do you think? Uh, you know, he had some like uh, some quote that came out uh, in the Financial Times that said that uh, if uh, Republicans win, he gets all the credit, and if they lose, he gets none. So, uh, you know, I guess we'll let President Trump speak for himself on that one. Yeah. Um, do Republicans have an issue with how they deal with abortion going forward? Because it looks like it was a far greater issue for voters than perhaps had been predicted. Yeah, you know, um, I'm not the best to answer that question there, but it definitely seems that it is a, a, a big issue. You know, in Kentucky, uh, a pretty Republican state, they uh, protected their constitutional amendment to protect uh, abortion rights for, you know, people in that in that state. And, you know, obviously earlier this year in Kansas, a similar outcome happened as well. So I think that perhaps they are undervaluing some of that uh that the, those um, you know rights for women. Okay, um, still looks like Republicans. Do you think are on on track to take the House of Representatives, even if it is by a, a, a much smaller, perhaps majority than was previously predicted? Um, I'm not quite sure. You know, I can't I can't say one way or the other. It's still very very tight in a lot of places. This election is it is it going to be a helpful bounce for Joe Biden? Has his likelihood of running for a second term increased? Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure on that because there's a lot of uh, you know there's a lot of politics at play, and definitely Joe Biden is you know up there in age, and so that's he certainly a, is about to turn eighty. Yeah. Okay. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. We do appreciate it. That is LA Times reporter based out of Washington, D.C., Freddie Brewster. Let's get the view of Mick Mulvaney, now former chief of staff for Donald Trump. Mick, uh, has it been a slightly disappointing night for the Republicans? Not slightly. It's a tremendous disappointment tonight so far. Now, keep in mind, there's a lot of races that are still uncounted. This counting has been very, very slow. Let's hope that's for sake of accuracy and, and, and deliberateness and so forth. But there's a lot of races outstanding, but it's hard to 
paint this as anything but a major disappointment for the Republicans. Yes, it looks like they probably will take the House of Representatives by the slimmest of margins. And yes, they still have a chance to get Senate control. Um, but those things are growing uh, less and less likely with each passing hour. Has it been then? Has it been a good night for Joe Biden, or is that going too far? It's hard to say. I mean, President Biden was not really engaged in a lot of the races. Keep in mind, where did he go during the campaign? He went to New York and New Jersey because the Democrats were so worried they were going to be routed. And I don't think it's fair to say that, you know, people voted for a Republican, excuse me, a House member or a senator because of Joe Biden. On the flip side of that, I think it is absolutely possible to to speculate that Donald Trump is a, is a, is a major loser tonight because so many of his chosen surrogate candidates lost. Um, Half a dozen Senate candidates, half a dozen governors. He had one big and important win um, in Ohio's uh, Senate race, but um, many more losses in the meaningful races tonight for Donald Trump than wins. Why has it been disappointing for the Republicans in your view? You know, it's a that's a great question. It's one all the Republicans are, are asking. In fact, all the Democrats are asking. No one saw this. Everybody was going into this saying that it was going to be a Republican um, wave of some size, right? That 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 would be historic. That would be tradition uh, consistent with our histories. The, the party in power in the White House typically loses seats in their first midterm, so it wasn't sort of breaking new ground to suggest the Republicans would have a good night. I just left CBS News where I do some work. We had two Republicans and two Democrats on the on the uh, on the table tonight, and we all walked away going. What what just happened and why? No one seems to know why. There could be a variety of, uh, of answers. And my guess is there'll be a lot of speculation about that over the next couple of weeks. One potential clue, or maybe not, you, you, you can tell me your view on this. Uh, I'm looking at some of the data coming from the John Fetterman victory for the Democrats uh, in Pennsylvania. He seems to have been strongly favoured by male voters. Uh, sorry, by female voters. Uh, so male voters pr- uh, prompt, uh, pl- plumping for the Republican candidate, but female voters in large numbers voting for Fetterman. Does that suggest abortion was a key issue? It could. Um, it also could suggest that, that Donald Trump was an issue. Donald Trump is famously unpopular with white suburban voters. They're the ones that cost him the election in 2020. And the more he got in the race for Oz, Mehmet Oz was one of Trump's highest profile surrogates, one of his his folks, his candidates. And it may just be that that association with, with Trump was enough to turn folks away from Oz. My guess is um, when a plane crashes, a bunch of things have to go wrong. It's usually not one thing. Um, The Republican plane crashed tonight, and my guess is there's more than one explanation as to why. Yeah, fair analysis. Just before you go, where does this leave the the, the next presidential uh, election? Are are we is Biden versus Trump still the most likely option? Are 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 does Tonight's results in the U.S. or this morning's results in the U.S., does that change things? If you're going down to the bookies, and I know you don't do that because you're not a gambling man, um, (laughs) the the smart money is still on Trump versus Biden. But I have to tell you, there's a lot of Republicans tonight scratching their heads and saying, I had no idea that Trump could be this unpopular. I need to think about running for president. In fact, probably the biggest winner tonight 
and certainly the most successful Republican is Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. He won by a stunning margin in what used to be a swing state. He did much better with independent voters than the ordinary Republican, much better with women than the ordinary Republican. And actually, in some exit polling data, polled above Donald Trump in a potential 2024 race in Florida. So the, the big winner tonight um, amongst the Republicans, if there is one, and there certainly is one, and that's Ron DeSantis. Okay, we'll leave it there. Mick Mulvaney, former Chief of Staff for Donald Trump. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Uh, staying with this, I'm joined uh, by Boston lawyer and law lecturer at University of Galway, Larry Donnelly. Larry, not a bad night for Democrats. No, I, I think all in all, an unexpectedly uh, strong showing. Uh, and I listened to, to Mick Mulvaney there for a few, for a few minutes, and uh, I would largely concur with what he said. I think that uh, above all, uh, this was a very bad night for Donald Trump. And I think that Donald Trump was a significant drag uh, on Republicans. And I think even his floating about an announcement the day before the election, yeah. uh, even even that, in my view, uh, would have given some voters pause. Uh, I also think the abortion issue clearly motivated uh, a lot of, in particular, women voters to come out. And, and the last thing, something that's been discussed an awful lot, is that despite uh, the wind, to some extent, having been signaled to be with Republicans towards the end. The fact is that some of the nominees, uh, in particular for Senate seats, uh, were exceptionally poor candidates, uh, and they just couldn't deliver results. Interesting. And, wh- and why would that have been? Because it, it was predicted the wind would be at their back, not least because midterms generally favour the, the party that is not in government. Yeah, I mean, well, well I think what happened, you know, certainly with, with Mehmet Oz, who was mentioned there in Pennsylvania, uh, Herschel Walker in Georgia. Um, you had candidates with, with serious problems, who had serious deficits there, uh, and who couldn't get it over the line, who, despite misgivings about the Democrats, despite uh, a lot of polls, I think, showing that Americans, the American people were more in tune with the Republican message, uh, the personal weakness of those candidates, I think, is is uh, significant. The other thing, Kara, that I think is important here is uh, the effect of early voting. I mean, it has, uh, despite some criticisms externally, uh, it has never been easier to cast a ballot uh, in the United States. Uh, and that ease certainly tends to help Democratic candidates. In particular, when the wind did shift, when the wind, when the polls did start to suggest uh, that things were going in the direction of the Republicans, an awful lot of people had already cast ballots. An awful lot of people had already voted for Democrats. Uh, so that certainly helped uh, the Democratic Party as well. OK. I mean, we've been discussing all morning what this means for Trump. But what does it mean for Biden, do you, you think, Larry? I mean, obviously, the Democrats have performed better than expected. But his personal popularity rating remains very low. A lot of people do have concerns about his, I suppose, um, economic policies as well. This This is good for the Democrats. But is it a reflection on what they think of Joe Biden, do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm not so sure about that. I mean, uh, Mulvaney is right in the sense that Biden was, was dispatched sort of carefully uh, throughout the midterm election campaign. What it says to me, Kira, is that the one person, the one Republican that Joe Biden, should he seek re-election, the one Republican he can defeat uh, is Donald Trump. Uh, this is, you know, make no mistake about it, this is an horrendous night. Uh, for Donald Trump, and an awful lot of Republicans are going to be taking a long, hard look in the mirror, and they're going to be having conversations behind closed doors, because despite the fact that Trump still has a fervent following, despite the fact that he can draw the crowds out at the rallies, the reality is 
Tonight shows that the American people uh, are done with Donald yeah. Trump. I do not believe he can win uh, a presidential election. And the key thing for Republicans here is this. They have a ready-made person, a proven vote-getter uh, in Ron DeSantis, who is on the same page as Donald Trump, who will carry up many of the same policies, and who is an infinitely more uh, attractive politi- political candidate come general election time. So Republicans really need to ask themselves, uh, do we want to go down with the Trump ship or do we want to go in a different direction? We shall all await that announcement from Donald Trump next week. Look, thank you for that analysis. We do appreciate it. That is Larry Donnelly there, Boston lawyer and law lecturer at the University of Galway. Yeah, interesting. The bookies would uh, tend to agree with what Larry was saying there. Donald Trump's odds have uh, lengthened on him being the next uh, candidate, nominee for the Republican Party. He's now at 6-5. to five. Uh, DeSantis 6-4, to four, so very little difference between DeSantis uh, those. DeSantis looks like a president. It's quite interesting when you see him speak, when you hear him speak, and even when you just look at him. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden 6-4 to four to be the Democratic nominee. Next closest is Kamala Harris at 5-1. Uh, to one. Uh, So uh, anyway, lots of developments in that space. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.